Hello everybody, Mariner here and welcome to Net That Hall. Um, it's a double game week and uh, just a double from Net That Hall this week as well. Just me and my old mate Gabe from Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing, my old mate? Hey, hey it's a beautiful day here, Mariner. Nice to see you. And uh, um, Yeah, we're a few days away from, from this upcoming double game week, but the uh, doubles have multiplied. So I'm excited to get into kind of like what's on the horizon for uh, for this week. Let's check it out. Yeah, I mean, still a few things sort of like bubbling under. Are we going to get another double game week announcement? I mean, goodness knows. I mean, it might even have happened overnight. I've not even seen it. But so if anything, if if anyone knows anything, we don't let us know. But but yeah, that, I think that's going to be the big one now is we're going to get to a point where things are going to start happening. There's going to be a lot of things bubbling on in the background. So I think it's now time to get into your Ben Krellin spreadsheets and uh, probably, uh, as I tend to do when it gets this time of the season, I start listen to Planet FPL a bit more because I think if anybody knows what's happening, it's James. <laughs> I, I, I was bowed out to other people because they know more than me about these things. I'm good at statistics, mate. That's 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 about it. I'm not very good at FPL, although I am on a bit of a comeback. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. A little, little resurgence like the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, like Arizona. This <laughs> exactly. should be you then, really. <laughs> uh, I'm... Or whatever the opposite of that is, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the Rashford call was probably one of my best calls of the of the the season. Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. everything yeah. seemed to line up for him, and uh, the metric followed him. So I thought, well, I think it's about time I actually trusted this damn thing. I spend enough time on it. Mm. So yeah, I went with it, and it and it paid off. And it paid off. It didn't pay off to the tune I would have liked it to. I would have liked that extra i did i did wake up in the middle and i looked at it i thought oh no he's gonna blank and then he's gone <laughs> i nearly jumped out of bed i was only watching my phone <laughs> but yeah it's difficult isn't it it's these double game weeks are, they're always difficult and i know there's gonna be a lot of conversation about it this week as well and and the use yeah. of a triple captainship which i mm. think is on quite a few people's minds so i, I I think probably as someone who isn't going to, I'm not going to spoil it yet, but I'll, I'll just give you a rough idea. I don't think I'm going to play any chips this week. And that means I might want in another Harland blank. Hmm. Even though I am captain him this week. Interesting, huh? Right. Should we dive in and see what's going on? And what we're going to do is we did, just to prove we do listen to the haulers, we're not actually going to do the, uh, the various bits and bobs at the start of the show. We're going to do them at the end. Uh, so, Gabe, we'll we'll dive in. But first of all, guys, you know, as always, uh, please give us a, a a like. Please hit the subscribe button if you don't, and if you wish, and if you really like the idea of what we do in that haul, do consider becoming a hauler. Uh, and you can find the details in the YouTube comments below for the video. And so, Gabe, I think we need to do a philosophy of the week, and it's about time that we uh, this year had a blank look from Mariner. So over to you. <laughs> this is this is where you shine. And, and we're going with a classic this time, uh, Mariner. We, we're going straight to Aristotle and some classic Greek philosophy. And he said, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. 
And I, you know, there's, so I, I, I like scour for quotes, right? And then it's like, there's like some that pop out to me and I, and I was asking myself why this quote, you know, stuck out to me. And I think it's because, um, I think it's because of Cain. I think, I think Cain brought this, this quote to light because Cain is objectively a good pick for the double game week. If, if Holland didn't exist, obviously maybe a potential captain, or if the fixtures were maybe a little bit different, potential, potential captaincy. And like, and so I found myself entertaining that fact that Kane is an excellent pick and almost unavoidable, almost unavoidable this game week. And not for everybody. Yeah. And, and, and I think that was the case for Mitrovic last game week, and yeah. I didn't see it. And if and I, I learned the that, lesson from that game week, yeah, then it brings think, us to this quote. If you use the Mitrovic rule, mm. right, which happened last week, and the basically the law of uh, FPL is going to grab you by the balls, squeeze you, and spit you out, which it does regularly, right? Mm-hmm. Kane's going to get a booking. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's um, the North London. It's a derby. It's the North London derby. You don't think Kane's going to get a booking? He's one hundred percent going to get a booking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> totally if the agree. North London derby was the second game, maybe not. Maybe he'd be a bit more careful. But this one, I mean, I could easily see him take that booking in that first game. Uh, get that booking in the first game. Um, I think it gets then, reset after the first game, doesn't it? Huh? I think it gets reset after the first game of the game. I week. don't know. Is that it? is that nineteen? I'll, I'll check really quickly while check you that uh, quick, go on. I yeah. mean, it, it might be it might be that we're okay. So, but I mean, from my perspective, he's still on that booking, which obviously is a concern mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, we could end up in a similar situ- situation as Mitrovic if they don't reset, Gabe. Yeah, they I do. What they reset after the it's it, after it's the game? Is it the game week or the game? It's the game, and Spurs have p- played eighteen matches. So they and need that, to play one and so more. the North London Derby will be their nineteenth, and he, so if he escapes the Derby without a card, he's fine. Right. Then, then he'll play for Fulham, which is which is which is a great matchup coming okay. up after the double, right? All right. But if he picks a booking up, then he'll miss the City game. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Here we go again. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm just looking at this. Right, okay. So if he, if he picks a booking up, he misses the City game. But saying that, well, in City, you're not very good defensively at the moment anyway, are they? So. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here's Mike Halpin. Always... Right. Spurs fan convinced Craig Pawson, who's the ref, has agenda against them. I, I've heard this from some, some other people as well. So, um... Oh, well. Anyway, look, I mean, look, I just think if... And this makes you think, doesn't it? And, and this is an interesting point. Would you buy Kane right now on the back of this philosophy, if you didn't own him? I think it depends on what it takes to get there. Yeah, without a hit. Without a hit, 100%. Yeah, with a hit, maybe not. Because yeah. because of that risk, right? Yeah. Because of that risk. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. Okay, I think I understood your philosophy this week for the first time ever. Maybe I'm turning <laughs> a new, Maybe I'm turning a new leaf over for the new year. 
or or maybe after three years, this is actually the first philosophy that I've done that's actually relevant to FPL. I don't know, maybe that's what it is. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Right. Anyway, uh, should we dive into the matchups? Let's get straight yeah. into it. Um, we want to try and uh, get through this fairly quickly. Otherwise, you know, I might end up getting a sack from work, so I'll be late. But anyway, there we go. Um, where are we going to start? Well, Aston Villa against Leeds. We'll quickly cover this. And the reason I want to cover this, I think, is because my fixture difficulty really likes Aston Villa. All of a sudden, Villa. I don't know whether it's had too much festive cheer, uh, you know, whether I made a complete balls up with the numbers at the back end, but it seems to be more the fact that he doesn't like Leeds. But there we go. There's another story. Mm. What do you think? So what, what I wrote there is um, that this FDR for Villa 3.2 is better than the combined, the aggregate FDR for Manchester United for both matchups, for both fixtures. So like, um, and what, by Leon Bailey instead of uh, Marcus Rashford? <laughs> is, that, is that what the FDR is telling us here? No. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think so, but, but I, I think... I, I kind of um, so so NetXG has um, more even Leeds and Villa attack, and I kind of I, I, if I just based on watching the the games, I'd side more with NetXG in in this case. But I do respect that that Villa is is getting some love from the FDR because I think Unai Emery has really changed the way this team attacks and and their, their whole structure. You have John McGinn playing on the right wing, doing different things and combining. Um, they're about I think they're about to sign this. Uh, I think I think he's a left back, a new new left back from somewhere that's that's really good. Um, so, I, so I I see where the love for Villa is coming. But then again, if we get, if we go to the shot models, right? Um, oh, the, the 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 two points of disagreement in the data that I, that I noted here is that NetXG like Villa likes Villa's attack less than the FDR, and NetXG likes Leeds attack more than the FDR. You know. Um, so I, I think there are, the reasons for that are likely home away. We know Leeds are much better at home, right? Um, and 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 it's not taking that into account. And and I think Melier is the other reason. I think uh, the the Leeds goalkeeper um, he saved uh, twelve big chances in the last six matches. So um, so mm -hmm. I think that's playing a factor in NetXG. Maybe that that the FDR isn't isn't taking into account. Obviously, yeah, the answer is usually somewhere in the middle. That's that's fair. I think that that's a fair comment. And I would also say, if Aston Villa defend like they did against Stevenage in the cup for the second for Stevenage's winner, I, I mean seriously, someone commented on my Sunday League football skills um, overnight when I posted a picture of my little daughter running around the ball, running around the room with the ball at thirteen months, saying that I have less touches, I have less touches than her. Quite frankly, that was Sunday League defending. From Aston Villa. Did you see the goal? It nope. was utterly awful. They were fast asleep. Short corner, player ran to the edge of the box, rifled it in at the near post, passed the power mate. Uh Martinez, they want to come down, eh? Hmm. Ha! Wow. Ha! He went from from uh from one from one cup, he stepped up into the level of another cup. They got beat by Steve. By the way, just whilst we're on the FA Cup, I needed to find a way to get the FA Cup into the system. Yes. Grimsby Town to into us. the fourth round with a plum draw against... Luton? No, Wigan yeah. or Luton. What a load of shit. 
I hope it's Wigan. We take more away fans. Right. Okay. Anyway, there we go. Right. Okay. Yeah, so congratulations. Yeah. That's huge. I, I'm not, we were, we were happy for you in the chat. It's good for us. Yeah. We've yeah, been league awesome. one. Yeah. We've, we've been we've been beating League One teams all the way through. Apparently, Burton were the worst team that Maitland had seen at Blundell Park all season. <laughs> <laughs> and they're a league above us. But there we go. That's another story. Um, yeah, very quickly on this, I think I probably tend to agree with you. I think Aston Villa, I think the, the fixture difficulty probably is somewhere in between. I think that's a fair point. But I do think, um, I see uh, Rubber Ducky. Hello, Rubber Ducky is in, the, is in the chat. He's saying that he's looking at Watkins for Mitro. Uh, that, yeah. He's, Watkins is doing bits again. He's bound to start mm-hmm. in the... Post a few times though, isn't he? So, <laughs> I I don't know. I I I was I'm telling him here in the chat. I I, lo- I love Watkins under um under Unai Emery. I I think he's uh I think Emery's getting the best out of him. He's he's a player transformed, and I'm just bringing him up here. Um, Ings in, as well, but he's not a he's not a regular starter. Yeah. Um, you know he's yeah he's like you said he's ticking along right five sixes. He he's not hauling. Um. But he is netting that return, so there you go. Net that return. Net that return. <laughs> no, I mean, look, but he he tends to just get that return, doesn't he? Yeah, but if is. he just gets that return, that's fine. But is he going to get more of those returns than Mitrovic? That's the question. Mm. You know, someone with you know such a talisman. You know, um, <clears throat> I contemplated going Mitrovic to Martial. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought about that for a minute too. And then, yeah, me too. Yeah, it was a minute. Not, not gonna it was just a minute. I, I thought longer about Casemiro than Marcial, if I'm honest. If I'm honest. <laughs> okay. Anyway, whilst we're on Manchester United, let's start with Manchester United against Manchester City. So, mm. right. Where's the fixture difficulty go with all this? Well, it has a. It, it, it actually has it fairly tight. It actually Both has it fairly metrics tight. Metrics agree. Both um, 1.1 for Manchester City attack fixture difficulty and 0.7 for Manchester United. So I this fixture difficulty is bordering on not seeing a clean sheet for either side here and possibly spitting a 1-1 draw out, if you ask me. Um, Zonals-wise, probably surpri- unsurprisingly, it does just have that chance for City's left and centre of doing a little bit more, perhaps, than Manchester United. It doesn't see a lot for Manchester United, quite frankly, which I think sums up what you said when you add up both Manchester United's fixture difficulties mm-hmm. uh, for the entire game week, really. So, you know, this makes me think it, this could be a pretty bore, not a boring game. They're not boring games, but maybe a low scorer. I might be wrong. And then they've got Palace away which isn't necessarily that easy, but maybe is a bit easier this season. Where are we on this fixture, first of all, Gabe? I mean, the metrics agree here. I mean, it, it's pretty. It's a pretty interesting agreement from from two teams that we're expecting much from, right? That the, that two, that both metrics are saying like a goal apiece wouldn't wouldn't surprise us here. Yeah. Um, if, if we just look at the metrics. Um, Let's see. I, I'll hear, you know, United have scored seven goals in three Premier League matches since the World Cup, um, but their their fixtures haven't been that difficult. So, you know, that that's something to take into account. Yeah, 
the zonals are obviously going to going to favor City, and that that's what will always get um you know it doesn't it doesn't take many chances for for Holland to return. So he's obvious. Um, De Bruyne could be obvious here, but I think what's interesting is is to kind of like how the how the metrics contrast with the with the um, shots goal predictors. So in terms of shots, not not shots on target, just that that third that third one down. It's all it's all green. We're looking at you know high probability. It's, I mean to have a thirty one percent chance of uh, three or more goals for City and a twenty four percent chance, like a one in four chance of three or more goals for United. That's pretty decent. But and that's that's conflicting with all of the other data that we're seeing. So I would take that I think a little bit with a grain of salt because the goal predictors they're not matchup based. They are just how many shots they take. And then the other thing I would I would say is look how the green it gets lighter in color when you go from the shots goal predictor to the shots on target goal predictor. That means that that means that the finishing is not as good as the shots as as the chances that the shots are, are generating. Um, so if if the colors kind of align, then then it's roughly the same. If the color goes to goes towards the red there, uh, then the finishing is not good. And then if the color go, gets greener from the shots to the shots on target goal predictor, then that means the finishing is is actually quite good. And the finishing isn't good kind of for either one of these sides, maybe a little bit better for United there. And that's how we see the better um, chances in the goal predictor. I, I see, especially at Old Trafford, this could be a little bit of a cagey one. Um, and and then it'll depend a lot on game state, I would say. If, if City get an early goal and United have to open up, then then fine. Um, looks like Dalo went out or injured, so um, Malasia could be playing on the right-hand side. Um, that, that could change things, and... and so, so I, I don't know. I think I think this one's this one's tough to predict. It is because it makes you think. You're thinking about these double game weeks, and you're all we're all naturally drawn to bringing in extra players from Manchester United or potentially Manchester City, or Spurs maybe. <laughs> we'll come on to that <laughs> later. But uh, it, uh, you know, I mean, people who don't own Rashford, I think you know, I think you've just got to be on him anyway. I think you just ignore this personally. And just buy him, <laughs> yeah, you know. But that said, when you start looking about other players, you know, the Luke Shaw's of this world, I, that, you know, the, there is a world that I could go Cancelo to Shaw, for example. Mm. But if I did that, I'm just putting him up against Haaland, who I own anyway. So I just feel like I'm probably going to be taking you just just take points away. And, and probably even hurting myself even, you know, potentially hurting myself even more. That said, I mean, Shaw's in great form. Uh, and then they've got Palace, who isn't, it's not too, you know, not such a, a, a difficult fixture as maybe it looks on paper. Yeah, City, we obviously, you know, we think about City. And if, if the matchup was great, then I'd be really scrambling around trying to find which other City asset to jump on. Because I've got two, or whether I've moved Cancelo to someone, it's, it's it's really quite this. The matchups and everything, the fixture difficulties and things, don't help with decisions this week for these two, in my opinion. Um, I agree with you, and, and there's a there's a lot of chatter on Twitter right now, man. I don't know if you're if you're tempted by this chatter um, to bring Mares in. <laughs> <laughs> what did Emmy Martinez do? Where's that golden glove? Uh-huh. Where did he put it? <laughs> oh, crack it. I mean, I think it was, I think it might be Thavindra Raj. You said fourth time lucky. 
I mean, look, the only thing is, is uh, how oh, hell, don't get me going. I did it last year. It ruined my season last year. <laughs> it finished me off. <laughs> if no hour of one, two, two could be a ruined season. But no, um, you, you know what I mean? Can, oh, yeah. can sell a Shaw and like Andreas Tamarez or something that like that. No? Miss, I just want to smash them. <laughs> Dropped you out of the two-digit rank. Oh, man. I don't know though, but I mean, there's there's not a lot supports it though, is there? On this one, anyway, I'd have to look on the others. The other zonal, I've got it in front of me actually. Uh, no, it doesn't support them. It doesn't support Mares down the right either. I'm just looking right at that now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not is the answer. I tell you, I quite. I'm all like Grealish. Although, although Foden got a hat trick from that right side in, in back in October in game week nine. Right. Against against United. Who's he? Who are they going to be up against though? Uh, in, the the right fair, side. It's going to be Shaw. The, the right, yeah, it'll be up against Shaw. And that game, he played against Malaysia for the first forty-five minutes, and then Malaysia was was taken off, and uh, and then Shaw Shaw came in. Um, I think Foden still got a goal, one or two goals in the second half. So, oh, it worked. It worked back then. Yeah. Okay, we've got a question about would we triple car- triple Captain Harland? Will should we wait till we've done the other fixture at the end before we do, before we, or we'll come on to captains before we talk about triple captaincy? Okay, yeah, cool. okay, we'll come back to that. Just flag it, yeah. good man. Right, okay, let's keep going. Um, do you want to do anything on the zones or not bothered? Should we just leave this for the guys to just bookmark it at twenty one forty? or 2140 and let them come and, and have a read of it or do you want to yeah go I'll, I'll go over it really quickly just just so we don't like leave people hanging but uh but yeah come take a look at it if you if you want to see this in more detail there there have been some requests for uh for more tactical analysis so we're trying to include them more but this game week there, there were two extra matches so we didn't get to, to many so we just have a couple of these here um but i mean basically the the, the point of this one is on the on the one side, we saw how Manchester United played against our Arsenal when they beat them 3-1 versus how they played against Everton more, more recently and then the last game week. And we saw how they sat they sat deep. Um, they tried to absorb pressure pressure from, from their defensive right side. And then they, they tried to break and, and penetrate through their left side. I think they, they'll probably set up the way they set up against Arsenal, not so much obviously the way they set up against Everton, where they're trying to push everything much higher. That this is a touch heat map that we're showing there, and everything is kind of just pushed forward on that left hand side for United. So they're, they're going to sit back, but even even them sitting back like that, I think um, you know Rashford, for example, excels in in that situation, and even even a player like Luke Shaw could excel. There could be the outlet kind of going forward. He could be the one supplying the crosses from deep, or even the crosses from uh, from the end line there. And then the other one is is that kind of that this is a shot from the the previous um, when Manchester City and the previous Manchester derby, and it, and it's just one of the goals. It's Holland playing the ball across to um, to uh, Phil Foden there, and Phil Foden is, is more um, two footed than than Riyad Mahrez is, and so he could just since he can use his right a little bit more, I think he could he could really kind of just pin Shaw back. And not allow him to go forward more than Mares, whereas Mares will be cutting in on his left on his left foot, which will keep Shaw kind of narrow and high, and and that'll block the middle for for United or uh, for for City. So so I think Foden makes more sense from a tactical perspective. 
However, Pep did come out with some comments um, that kind of put, I guess, um, put some starts into question. The, the, the starts is always what what what's a yeah. Concern. That's a good point because he he brought up about attitude, didn't he? Yeah, he brought up and Cancelo was one of the and obviously the people who have not been playing are the ones who have probably been going to get pointed at when it comes to this attitude. So, uh, I mean, again, I've been I was looking at it and I thought, well, I don't want Mares. Do I think about Grealish or someone like that? But I just can't trust that. I think I'll wait for the Man City predictor at the last minute and then try and figure out what's going on. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Um, just a couple of comments. Um few things here with quite interesting points. Every city, every defence can be got at, even City. This is from Fantasy Football Casuals. Hello, mate. That's why I can't see spending over 6.5 defense defender. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. And you know, it makes it makes so, like uh, transfers for defenders this week that they feel wasteful to me. Like if bringing in Shaw this week doesn't feel yeah. right. I, right? I, I just wish I could just hold Cancelo. Honestly, I wish I could just yeah. hold him. Yeah. Um, Rashford's going for consecutive goals at home record. Is he not? Sounds like. I think he is. Mm. And it, that would be a pretty spectacular thing to achieve against City yeah. as well. Okay, let's keep going. That's uh, We've done enough on that one. Brighton against Liverpool. Well, now then. Mm. Now, this is going to be interesting. Um, bye, 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 Brighton <laughs> attack this week. Mariner is telling you, Pascal Gross, 30 man. That's who I want. Pascal Gross, that's who that's he's top yeah. of my algo for Brighton right now. Interesting. That's interesting. What where is what's what's holding Matoma back in, in that algo? Uh, minutes, I think. Minutes, right? What what if you increase his minutes? I think because he gets he's... very, very I think he gets very close to him. I, I bet he passes him. Yeah, I'll have to check. I'll go and I'll I'll do some manipulation later. But, sounds like sounds like a bit of you know like, like what you get where you get your back put back in. I'll have to go and put the back back into the algorithm. But it likes Pascal yes. Gross at the moment. Hmm. I I like Pascal. I mean, I I think I I kind of agree with the with your uh, FDR here. Um, I mean, that last time they met was the Deserbi's first first match in charge of Brighton. It was 3-3, that uh, Trossard hat-trick game that trolled <laughs> everybody, remember? Um, and, 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 and here's, I mean, Mitoma, I th- Mitoma's like um, the, the love child of, of FPL teacher in me. <laughs> He's like this, this darling, we've been grooming this guy, this, this asset as an FPL asset for, for several months, and he's just now exploding. So I, I, I love Mitoma in this matchup. Um, I think the, uh, the zonal matchup works out for him. I think the tactics work out for him. Your FDR likes him, but not not that much more than the Liverpool attack. I'm surprised you have the Liverpool attack at zero at a completely neutral matchup. What, what do you think that's about? That's probably to do with Brighton at home, but I just think Liverpool have just been stuttery all season. Bear in mind... Um, I'd have to just look into the numbers and figure out whether Darwin Nunes is having it, if, if we've got a Darwin Nunes effect in there as well. <laughs> Although I don't think of, I don't think about post shot XG, so probably it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a, a lot of people post-shot don't don't think XG of post shot XG. Right. <laughs> if you if if you're a a, a Darwin supporter, you don't think of post shot XG. That's no, conveniently yeah. ignore that stat. Um, but 
but but you can see so so look at the shots uh, goal predictor for for Liverpool and how it's that deep green, and then you you look at it at the shots on target goal predictor and how it's the lighter green, and and that's that's the Darwin effect right there. That's um that's the seventh worst um, post shot xg um that, that that we're talking about there. You know the the Darwin lovers and the and analytics people will tell you that obviously he's due. Um, and I think the, the people that the eye test people will say that, well, he's just doesn't finish. Yeah. 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 I mean, going, just jumping into Brighton here, uh, Matthew, uh, in the chat, Ferguson Mm. up top looks the real deal. You can see him maintaining his spot and at 4.5 million, it's insanely good value. I tell you what he is, is an extremely, extremely good finisher. I've been messing around with some uh, accuracy on shooting, and he's right up there on the algorithms for that. I've been doing a little bits and bobs over Christmas just when I was bored, sat looking at the rain in the UK. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might start rolling these other algos out. So if you're a hauler, get on. You'll get hold of these. But um, the... He does jump out as being quite a good finisher, albeit on a small amount of data. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how he goes. Can I see myself freeing money up from someone like Mitrovic down to him and jumping up? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know whether there's uh, enough yet. But I, I, I can see what he's saying. I can see what he's saying. Uh, I just think... I'm not sure I see Liverpool. Just going back to what we said, though, I'm not. I'm not sure I see Liverpool not scoring here. I, I don't think it's a clean sheet for Brighton. I, I, I think this has got. You know, Liverpool can always score. Can Harley haul this this game? He can haul in any game. Mm-hmm. Is it more like it, would a heart, would Salah to uh, KDB make sense this week? I don't think I would fall over myself if someone says I'm going to go to. KDB, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't fall over myself if I said I was going to go to Son, because I think I am doing that move, and that's where I am. There mm-hmm. we go. Stop the press. Mm-hmm. I, I, I KDB is obvious. I think. I think too that's, obvious. That's probably Boring. the the top top priority of the of the of the game week for Boring. Boring. I'm 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 not playing boring anymore. I'm 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 turning to rubber. So, so you you're you're fading KDB this week. You're not going to have him. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think I might go for wow. some. Just go ah, I don't know. I just, I just don't like City's matchups. I, I, I fancy Son oddly enough. I fancy Son more than KDB because Son is a big game player, and I think he's. I just have this. You know, when you've just got that feeling in your water. I had, the last time I had me feeling in my water about this last like that was was Fernandez last year when I captained him. Well. I have a feeling that your water. Last time I had that feeling about because there was absolutely nothing to suggest Fernandez was the right captaincy option that week. What can you remember when he when he hauled? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing to suggest it, and I've just got that little inkling deep down this could be a sun week. Well, I I have I have a feeling that uh, that your water is about to break there, Mariner, because. (laughs) Because, because you're, you're judging one player on the data and another player on. I have the well, feeling in my in, in, the feeling in your water. I've got to try and recover my rank somewhere. Get bloody hell! Give me a chance. Um, 
All right, fine. I'll join you. Do you want? We'll come back to all this. We're jumping all over the place, but this is perfect. This is what I like to do when we're chatting away. We're just like yeah, chatting. Yeah. There's no one here. We're just talking. Um, <laughs> Brighton right. against Liverpool. Uh, and that, the, actually, that's not true. There are 36 people here. So, so that's all right. here as well. Um, and whilst we're on it, then anything on the um, tactics, tic tacs for Brighton Liverpool, which you just want to just. No, just the, the the reason the reason I like I like Matoma is that I think he'll play roughly the Lalana role. Look, look how Lalana moved around in in the previous match when he got when he got his hat trick, and that's how um, Matoma moved around against Everton in, in their previous match. Um, so so I um, I, I like I you know Matoma can move around there. Pascal Gross can move around. That's why I like him as well. So just come see come check out these heat maps and uh, and I'll post this thread up. Probably tomorrow as well, and then then it'll show like what what you're hoping for with uh, with Salah uh, and the Darwin dynamic is you're hoping for the player that doesn't check to the ball and feed the other player in, and and for just Liverpool fans in general, you're hoping the player that checks to the ball and feeds the other player is Darwin, and the player being fed is Salah, and I think that could be the case because uh, Brighton do have a weakness um, with Estupinian pushing forward. Brightness have a weakness at at their left back position, I think so. Salah, if he's coming in from wide on the right, um, could be more effective there. So that's how I see this game playing out. Okay. And just whilst I was just looking, I've just been looking at this algorithm whilst I'm talking to you. If I made the minutes the same for me, Tom, he jumps up close to Gross, but not above him. Okay. Um, it actually, if you were to pick Brighton assets to look at for the next few weeks, it it likes Sanchez more than anybody else, just <laughs> followed by Gross. Followed by a Stupinen, followed by Mitoma. I guess it's not surprising when when your Liverpool FDR is zero point zero. Yeah, well, that's, 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 it's, that's it's neutral, not, right? That's right, neutral. but it's not tra- it's not dragging it down, is what I mean. So with, with yeah. some good with some good fixtures there, and the Liverpool one isn't dragging it down, it'll it'll seem good. Yeah, yeah. Everton Southampton, well. Uh, yes. I don't think we need to spend any time on this. I think we can jump straight past, apart from saying this is going to... Oh, God. this Now, this is an option. It, this the, it's Suggesting goals, Gabe. We'll very quickly cover it. It suggests goals. It's not surprising. It suggests goals, really. Um, mm, <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah. be buying either of them, though. Um, 2-2. Two, two. There we go. That's my score. Wow. 2-2? Two, two? Yeah. 1-0. One, 1-0. Nil. One, nil. Right. Why is that? I just think, oh, mind you, yeah, my fixture difficulty perhaps suggests something else. Why is your next year gone the other way then? Hmm. Um, the defense is Everton conceded the second most shots in the box in the last six, so it's so it's liking Southampton attack a little bit because of that. Yeah. Um, and, and then you look at the zones and you say Southampton zones are better. Suggest that they're going to get chances. Suggest that they're going to get headed chances as well. Interestingly. And, and the zonal matchups are factored into NetXG, so that's so it likes Everton attack because of Southampton's. Um, uh, I don't know why it likes Everton attack. It likes Southampton's attack because of the shots in the box, and and it likes. Um, yeah, so so I guess that's why it's propped up. But the but the shots the shots there kind of tell the story for me. All right, let's keep going. There's nothing really too much to talk about there. Forest and Leicester, I think, again, not an awful lot to talk about. What we'll say, though, it, it could be a good game to watch because it's a, it's a bit of a local derby, so it's going to be a bit blood mm. and guts, I think, which 
I love anything like that. See, see a bit of a bit of passion on the pitch. Hopefully, um, I'm not sure I agree with you that XG though. I really fancy Forest in this. I think Forest can turn them over. Really, I, I don't know that I'd be buying any Forest or Leicester assets. Quite frankly, now if you own Ward, um, what's the option? If you if you didn't own Ward, you got who else would you have? Kepper. Who's who are they? Who are who are Chelsea playing this week? Uh, Palace home against Palace. I'd play Kepper. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's... I wouldn't. Play, I wouldn't play Ward this week, even with Chelsea's woes, and there are plenty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think, I think NetXG kind of sees it as a somewhat even, even matchup. I mean, the the, the raw number itself likes likes Leicester a little bit more, but they're but they're away. And then, then the shots are almost identical. The, the shots models are all, almost identical. I don't, I don't think one team is going to roll the other. I, I see this, you know, any combination of ones and zeros. This is a binary match, like the previous one. A binary matchup. I, I'm going to go that the binary matchup goes with the home team, thanks to the city Fair. ground. Okay, Brentford, Bournemouth. This is interesting. Now, I'd like to talk about Brentford mm. a little bit because is Umposto gonna be the man to go for now with uh tony now uh, i mean we still don't know what when's his hearing when's tony's um, I, hearing? I thought he was supposed to respond by january 4th but i haven't heard right. anything no me neither but there's no news of him and he's and he's injured anyway or he was um so i'd have to check as to whether he's but if that's the case then it really opens up uh Mbumo. I would have said Wissa, but he's a midfielder. And we've we haven't got any slots in midfield, right? Unless yeah, you wanted to go from Andreas to him, which is an interesting option. I'd I'd, pro I'd probably go to Casemiro first. Yeah. For for the double. But uh, but yeah, there's there's the, the reference uh, owed to, to you there. Uh there's what uh, Woodworkio is certainly mentioned here in the in the analysis. Well, and he should be because he's—I think he's a genuine option right now. Um, you know, I—you know—if if Tony's out for any length of time, I can see me considering investing in him. Quite frankly, because yeah. I do like Brentford. I think Brentford are a, a, a bit of a breath of fresh air, actually. Um, but oddly enough, <laughs> they don't—they don't seem to create that much, but they just seem to be very, very good at finishing off what they create. Yeah. Um, the fixture difficulty suggests a really positive uh, fixture difficulty for Brentford, though. 2.6 and defensively at one. Doesn't like Bournemouth. Hardly surprising. It really likes Brentford's headed options as well. 3.4. Um, I'm not sure who that would be. I'd have to check. Your shot predictors, again, follow suit. It goes for a solid Brentford win. Yeah, yeah. High, high chance of, of two or more shots or two more goals, sorry, um, for, for Brentford in this one. Playing at home, Brentford's also, also way way better at home. So that um, in that sense, I give the, the nod to the your FDR there. And I think I think that kind of says it all. I think uh Bournemouth net XG at, at 1.29 is a little is a little bit inflated and it's taking in data from when they had uh when Bournemouth had Tavernier and and Bournemouth are a shell of a team, barely professional um, without Tavernier. So, um... yeah, I, uh, yeah. If it wasn't for a double game week, I think Brentford assets would be right on the top of my shopping list. Quite frankly, for this week, 
There we go. Uh, Chelsea Palace. Um, well, Chelsea are in a mess. That ravaged with injuries. Just re really just quickly on Tony, um, just All to right. go back to Tony, because Matt All Matthews right. mentioning something here. Um, said, no, Tony could have been. Frank mentioned at the turn of the year that he could have been made the F made the FA Cup game. He could have made the FA Cup game. Looking at Salah to De Bruyne and Adams to Tony this week. The, the one wow. thing I said, I'll say about Tony is I think Tony's still That's injured. Right. I, I, he's he's uh, got a fit. He's flagged. We'll have to check, uh, check Ben Dinnery. I haven't looked. Yeah, but, uh, leg, leg injury. Fifty. He's still at fifty percent chance of playing. So yeah. This, but let's go on to this game. Let's start again. Let's go okay. back. Let's put time stamp at this point. Chelsea Palace. Chelsea are in a hell of a mess. They're ravaged with injury. They've got people in this. They've got the stands chanting for Tuchel to come back. Someone said that Mount wasn't playing far enough right, or far enough on the on the wing. He should have been playing outside the stadium. I saw that comment. That was hilarious. And then he fell off my chair laughing. Um, clearly, there is a an absolute. Uh, I think was it Alan was it Alan Shearer went off on one on the uh, on the BBC TV about how bad. Chelsea were they're saying they're just not putting a shift in at this moment in time for someone who's been touted as an England manager. Well, quite frankly, couldn't manage under 13's team at the moment. The way he's going, he certainly can't manage these players. Um, this should be a relatively easy day at the office for Chelsea under normal circumstances against someone like Palace, who are not great away from home, generally speaking. It actually suggests not a great day at the office for either. It's red all over. The red tide, you've called it, Gabe. The red tide has, has come. Um, I mean, so so this is what I wrote. I, I want to read this because I, I think it's important for us to kind of trans just shift the way we see Chelsea at the moment for now, unless we see something different. So the red tide, two teams with seemingly good matchups after restart have just continued to show us that maybe they are the good matchup. And that's that's for both Chelsea and Palace. Yeah, I mean, fixture difficulty doesn't suggest anything really. It's very neutral, which should be very positive for Chelsea. You'd expect at home, right? And in fact, the zonals actually suggest Chelsea's uh, sorry Palace's centre has been the best route for for something to happen. Look at that red on Chelsea's left and centre. It's really not too good at all. Um, headers, headers, there's nothing. Shot, shot predictors, red. Shots on target, goal predictors, red. Oh, um, I mean, look, fair play. To, look, let's be honest with Chelsea. Look, they have got a ton of injuries, and that is clearly a factor. But you've still got to, if you're pulling that shirt on for Chelsea, you've got to have some passion about it, surely. I, I just don't think it's there. And I don't know about this one. I, I, I've got Kepa. I, I, I'm not going anywhere with him. I, I'm, I'm happy enough. I've got some points off him one week. Um, it's a shame I've not had him more. But I'm not falling over myself to change my goalkeeper, don't get me wrong. And I would still think I'd go with Chelsea's goalkeeper over Ward. I think he's got a better chance of a clean sheet than Ward this week. But no. I'm not... I, this is just... I mean, Chelsea are completely off the shopping list, as are Crystal Palace. Why are we even talking about this? I think you wanted to make that point. Point made. Okay. We move on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now I want to talk about this one. Newcastle mm -hmm. against Fulham. Mm -hmm. Look at that fixture difficulty. 4.8 for Newcastle. <laughs> 1.7. I mean, 
Trippier captain anybody this week over a double game week? And, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He's the only player out of all of them, out of anyone who gets would get anywhere near my thoughts for captain yeah. in a single game week player this week is Trippier. I okay. actually think he's the, I genuinely think that Trippier will be a is or is now a serious captain option. Is it 12 returns in the last 13? Hmm. Something like that. Seriously, seriously good option nowadays. Now, Fulham away. Obviously, there's the Mitrovic factor. Rested, because I think he didn't play against Hull in the week in the, in the FA Cup. Um, I didn't see him on the pitch when the bit I was watching. I don't think he was on the bench either. So he's rested, which he probably needed. Um, but Newcastle, they look at home. The fixture field team really, really likes them. The zones doesn't quite see it so much. The headed matchups really like them as well. I really like them. And I think that's a good point for Trippier because the headed matchups up, which means that he could be delivering here as well. Mm-hmm. So there's an assist option, I think, here. Yeah. Um, shot predictors, they're a bit more green for Newcastle than Fulham, but not quite so noticeable. Do you see anything I don't, Gabe? Well, it's it. Both teams, both teams finish well. So you see the uh, the shots on target goal predictor is a darker shade of green than the sh- than the shots goal predictor. Um, so when when both teams finish well, like goals can come up unexpectedly because it could be just from from a good finish and less systemic. Um, but I was, I have to wonder. Maybe I have to go back and check the data because I um, I had I wrote here that. Um, Fulham have apparently have one chance conceded. They're one chance conceded shy of being tied for the most chances conceded from the left in the past six. So Newcastle's right zonal matchup should be better uh, than than the two point four in the li- listed in the zonal there. And if that's the case, then net xg I feel should be better. So I think I I, I think I have to I think we have, we have to do a little digging on this one. Um, but but in general. I think I agree. I think this could be a, a monster game for Trippier. I think just just from the the delivery from um, the the headed matchup and the the, the matchups from the attacking Fulham's left hand side, um, and and Almiron could be back from that right half space. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to do one, if if there wasn't a double game week, the one these double game weeks flying around, my move would be Patterson up to Botman. That's what my move would have been. So here's Travis, Travis McGill. Thanks for this comment because this this actually highlights why it's so low for for Newcastle here. Fulham have five clean sheets in the last five games, despite having horrible horrible data overall, and there's a reason for that. And then his name is Burn Leno. Right. He's been, um, where, where does he sit with respect to XG prevented? Right at the top. I'm, I'll I'll look for it right now. I'll bring up the uh, the spreadsheet. Um, I don't need to do it now. I mean, if you find a minute during before the end of the show, it'd be worth looking at it because I know Keppel. When I was looking at it, uh, Keppel was right up. Was was very high up there as well, obviously, because he's another one who's uh, you know who who tends to prevent or has prevented quite a lot of XG. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to know that. And and again, and and good on you, Travis, because you know. You have to cut through data sometimes. And And Leno in the last six, it's Leno's best in the league. 
Right. Okay. That's 2. interesting. 2.3. That's interesting. Um, Is yeah. he going to be able to deal with the black and white army, though, up there? I, I that is a tough place to I'd go. Right James, now. exactly. Yeah. So that's that that's a big swing as well, which which makes me lean more towards your FDR than NetXG in this case. And I think yeah. the shots predictor yeah. kind of supports that. Yeah, I think so. I, mm -hmm. I think so. And now the the issue is 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 are we gonna get that clean sheet? Because that's the big that's the big thing, right? Really, for someone like Trippier. Um, because you need that clean sheet to support it. He doesn't tend to get more than one attacking return, which is probably fair enough. Because at the end of the day, he plays on, the, he plays, uh, he plays at the back. Oh well, he doesn't. Well, I mean, he's on on set pieces and this, that, and the other. So, um, yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm not going to captain him this week. Don't get me wrong. But on a single game week, do you know what? I can see him topping a metric one week. Hmm. I can see him topping the metric one week. And do you know what? I'll gladly suggest him to, to captain him if he does. I really will, particularly if I think the, the clean sheet's there. Okay, uh, North London Derby. Um, go to Nima's channel if you want a full detail on that, I would suggest. <coughs> the Bite Size podcast or something. There's his plug for him, bless him, and he's having a yeah. tough time at the moment. We hope everything's okay, mate. Um, Tottenham Arsenal. Arsenal's net, net XG better than Spurs. Fixed difficulty. Spurs difficulty is better than Arsenal. I mean, again, this is an odd one, isn't it? It doesn't matter what I do with my fixture difficulty. Arsenal just never seem to come out very favourably away from It doesn't ever. matter what I do with with NetXG. Spurs doesn't seem to come out favourably anywhere. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And I mean, look, Arsenal's central zone is absolutely dominant. 4.7 here. Yeah. Um, that is a very interesting one for me because you know that that brings our mate Odegaard right into this conversation again. Mm -hmm. I, I genuinely can see me owning both Martinelli and Odegaard within two weeks. Within two weeks. Mm -hmm. Before yeah. the double. Honestly, yeah. I, I think if Odegaard stays, if nothing changes the way things are, I think Odegaard's the man for me. Over Saka, cheaper. Uh, he's the zones support what he's doing. Arsenal, obviously, a fabulous team right now to watch, and as I enjoy watching them as well as actually owning assets for them as well, which yeah. is a quite an important point of considering. This is why we do FPL. We don't. I, I mean, I don't do it just for just for you know just for this. I do it for. Uh, to watch games and to enjoy it, right? Or to try to. Uh, well, and I think Arsenal-wise, I think you can enjoy it at this moment in time. They're a real, they're the real deal. And I, I genuinely think, um, I think they they have enough to beat Spurs. But, but it's a North London derby, Sorry. and with Spurs have big players for big games, and. If, there's, if this is ever a sun week, this to me, both fixtures are sun weeks. And, and I've, and uh, yeah, that's where I am. Has he lost his mask though? That's the question. Did he take it off in disgust? Has <laughs> he had to put it back on again? I think um, he took it off to celebrate. Right. We may just take it off and throw it away and get on <laughs> and, and get on with it. Get rid of the mask. Son, never mind your cheekbone or whatever it is. Get on with it. Take your mask off and score Mariners some goals because I, I genuinely think that Son is a good option this week. Where are you on this, old, on Gabe? Nothing really supports it uh, on the uh, the numbers, 
but my gut, my waterworks is is telling me that Sun might be the man this week. I mean, derbies depend so much on game state, don't they? But but Kane Kane is the is the North London derby player. I, I, he's you know historic, right? So so I think Kane is Kane is the player to own in, in this one, and maybe Son in, in the city matchup, um, mm. which isn't what people want to hear. But but about, but I also think so. what about both? What about both? Because I already own Kane. I'm really I would be going all in on this. Hey. If you can go all in on Spurs and watch football, I don't know. More power to you. I I, I can't do that. I'm trying to gain rank, mate. I'm trying to get back. I've got to look for differentials. I think Sun is a great differential. I mean, Sun this week is a great differential on his own, right? Mm -hmm. Sun and Kane, if there's a combination, I'm flying. If there's a combination return, I'm absolutely flying on it. True, yeah. And I'm just thinking, is this, I, I just have this gut feeling, is this the one? Now, I could be boring and go KDB, and he's probably due. He, well, he's definitely due, I would say. Anyone who's owned him is probably really pissed off. Not for long. Yeah, I know. But I know. But, but, have but I, I think... got away with it up to the, have I got away with it up to now? And am I just actually biting off a bit more than I can chew? Is the, is the, the little devil sat on my shoulder thinking, am I going to, you know, is, is, the, is the little guy on the shoulder saying, hang on a minute, Chris, you need to just be careful about this. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think, see it after about those waterworks, man. Son doing not trust me. <laughs> well, he will do. You're a bloody gooner. Exactly. I mean, look, it is nothing It is nothing more than a goal. I, I brought this point up immediately after the moment I saw him score. I said, is this the turning point? And that is the question. You know what it takes? It just takes a goal. That's the same with any footballer, right? It can go in off your ass. If all of a sudden you start getting some a bit of confidence and a bit of form starts to return and there's the talk about Kane not being playing deep enough. He needs to play deeper to feed some. That's, Why not? Yeah, and, and that's what I would expect to happen in in say that in the city match, but I, I don't know if that'll happen here in the North London Derby. I think they want Kane more as a target that uh, in the box than as a target linking the play. Um, that and suit them. that doesn't suit them, does it? It doesn't suit them the way that they play, right? Kane, I mean, you look back at these returns with these with, when they were playing at the best. Where where do these goals come from? They came from Kane dropping deep, picking the ball up and picking a pass out over the top for Son or, you know, or through for Son. I mean, how many times did we see it? You know, to me, I think all the Spurs fans see the need. I think uh, above above average guys, they all see it. I was listening. I was watching what they were saying and listening on Twitter. Everyone, Spurs fans, they see it. Kane needs to drop deeper. If Kane drops deeper, because Spurs fans are living in the past, they're living with a different (laughs) manager, they're living with a different team, a different 11, except for those two. And they want to recreate something that happened three years ago today. You don't have the team, you don't have the manager to do that. No, no, no. No, this is like, I I, I actually think Spurs can do some things, but this, like, remember when things were good several years ago? Why don't we do that? kind of narrative it's just such bullshit it's just like fan talk that's just such bullshit 
That's not, that's not necessarily what your team needs. If Son uh, can't finish to save his life, who gives a fuck who's playing Son in? But he can't say that. Son, Son is, Son is Darwin this season. That's what Son is. Jesus so, Christ, man. You can't <laughs> say that Son can't finish to save his life. You're biased. You're this season, biased. This, this season, this is how it's been. I'm just saying it's like that this season <laughs> and to live in the fucking now. Because it's not three years ago, and Conte is not Pochettino. But no, I mean, look, I see, I, I know <laughs> they are not what I know. Son's not what he was, right? He hasn't been. But Son doesn't become a bad player overnight. The same as Salah. On any given day, Son has the ability to hold. Any given day. He just needs a bit of luck. And if Kane picks a bucket up, Son will be on penalties. If they get one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. There we go. Let's keep coming. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll still come back to Spurs, I dare say, again. But, uh, I mean, look, where I sit on this is that do I, dare I double up? Dare I? Or do I? It's simple. This is a relatively simple one. Do I attack or do I defend? Because mm. bringing KDB in is a form of defense against the triple captain, I think, which will undoubtedly hurt me if I don't triple captain Haaland. Right? If I bring Son in, that to me is more of an attacking play. Mm. It has high ups, it has a higher upside than the KDB route, but it probably has the chance of going wrong a lot more. That's the question. That's the one. I think I'd and need a giant sofa if I didn't go KDB. But, hell, I've not had KDB for the last few weeks, and I've not been worried, oddly enough. No, but he hasn't had a double. He hasn't had this, that, that zonal matchup. And so it's it's a little bit. I, I would be worried without KDB, and then I yeah. think there are still gains to be had from KDB. So he's about. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would well, be, and, and according to Mike Halpin, Nima would be talking me out of this madness. No one's going to yeah. talk me out of this madness right now. <laughs> but but KDB is about thirty five percent owned or something like that. So so there there are still gains to be had from owning him. It's it's not like you're you're settling for a no, a, but. 80% on player that you won't get gains from. I'm not captaining him. And what could I do with that extra bit of cash? That could make a bit of a difference to me. You know, let's let's say I want to do – I'm not saying I'm going to do this week, but, you know, I could make some uh, inroads in on someone like uh, Andreas with that little bit of extra money, which mm. is another sort of thought because I do hold two transfers. So could I go to someone like Mitoma or someone? How much is Mitoma? It's a bit more expensive, right? 4.9. Is he on? He's a tiny bit more expensive then. But So I wouldn't need that. But yeah, I mean, I think I could probably even get to Odegaard, I think, if I was... Because um, I've got a bit of money in the bank anyway. I'd have to double-check that. I'm not quite sure how far I could get. But but no, that's the point I'm making, is that is that Sun move worth it? The trouble is, the moment I spend Sun's money, I can't go to anybody else, which is the problem, which means yeah. you can't then jump back. So I, I'm half tempted to to keep the money because I might want to go back to Salah, particularly if he gets a double game week. I hope there's these double game week announcements before 
we get to the deadline. If we get that, there'll be a lot more sense. We throw this pod in the bin and then we carry on. Right, anyway, um, Crystal Palace against Manchester United. I enjoyed that conversation, Gerb. It's always good. good. I do like these. (laughs) I do like these Spurs arguments. Um, uh, that was a perfect one for us too. Our, our two biases it was coming out perfect. in full, full swing, full tilt. Absolutely perfect. Uh, you watch. You're going to end up buying, son. I, I bet you I buy. Might. I might. I so. know you would. I knew you would. I bloody knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so, oh. Salah, I mean, I don't know. Salada son or Andreas to Casemiro. I don't know. It's a tough choice. <laughs> Come on. You know you want to. Right. Anyway. Back to the, back to this. One hour in, Crystal Palace against Manchester United. The second of the, uh, the first of the double game week fixtures. Uh, fixture difficulty. Manchester United positive away at Selhurst Park is interesting. That tells me just how bad potentially Crystal Palace are becoming, and also that Manchester United seem to be turning a corner. I like, oddly enough, I like this game a lot more for Rashford than mm. I do the the, the than I do the uh, the derby. But that said, Rashford's in great form. Um saying that again, it, yeah, it looks like the right-hand side for Manchester United is favored here. Mm-hmm. Uh which is, you know, which is where he can be. He can obviously come in and cut in. Uh shot goal predictors well it's like a traffic. You only need it. You only need an amber, and it's like a traffic light. If we had a third team with an amber, it'd be lovely. Crystal Palace red, <laughs> Manchester United green. Nice little amber in the middle. Um, yes, I think your stuff prefers Manchester United. Yeah, I think. I think. I mean, the, the metrics are all unanimous. I, I think in this in this matchup and in this fixture. What I would say is ignore the the green in uh, NetXG. The, that's just green because uh, we're heading into the double. The, these are the double game weeks, so it just didn't compare with the with the rest of the game weeks because we had it in a, in a separate um, chart there. Um, so, so I think the metrics agree. Slight favorite towards Manchester United. Um, the shots the shots models are maybe heavier favorites uh, towards Manchester United. Um, because that the volume is there and, and they're, they're getting a lot of shots and they're getting a lot of shots on target. I think the, um, the XG they're generating from those chances could be a little bit higher, but, um, but Palace just have been so poor that there's, there, I think there's still, I think, I don't know what's, uh, Vieta's trying to figure out there. He has, he has a team and a system that he's had for a while and it seems like he, he tweaks things and, um, I don't know. I don't know which which palace is going to come out. The fact that they're at home helps them a little bit, but um, but I think um, and and Zaha is kind of like a grudge player, isn't he? Speaking of like grudge matches. Well, yes. If anyone's going to score, this is a this is a Zaha game, it's isn't it? Zaha game. Hundred percent. This is a Zaha game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets pissed off and then he turns up and uh, yeah, uh, you can see that it could be a stinkingly shitty night in South London as well. The weather could mm. be crap. The atmosphere could be banging. Uh, it will be banging. Um, it could be closer than this. I, I, I think closer than maybe the gut tells you here. Again, is this a great matchup for Manchester United? The answer is no. It's okay. It's okay. okay. That's as far as I would go. There's a question in here from 
Abdul Rahman, let's put it onto the screen now. We I know you pinged it, but well, let's let's put it onto the screen now. Thanks for the great effort, lovely lads. You're most welcome, Abdul Rahman. Can you please rate the idea of Captain Rashford out of ten this week? Well, I think seven. Not bad. Five and a half. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I say it is there's form in there. That's the only reason why I'm not lower. And the only reason I am lower is because tactically they haven't really shown much. And they've had kind of like some really easy matchups since restart. So so there's reasons for there are reasons for for this this kind of form. And to bet on that in kind of tricky matchups and tricky fixtures could backfire so so i i dropped that a little bit but i i did want to take this this moment let's do our customary one plug we never we never plug but uh but we we have 48 people watching just uh if you are liking the stream um and the chat and the the content and the the data and the, and the, the conversations abuse. and the abuse and the abuse <laughs> then you know, just, just just give us a like that's all that, that, that's all we ask give us a like share with your friends and uh Become a holler if you want to. If you want to get abused in a private community, yeah. If you want to get abused on Discord, then come become <laughs> yeah. a holler as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll abuse you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I would say though is that what we do have now is, as I say, I'm rolling these algorithms out, and mm -hmm. what I'm doing is I'm putting them onto a shared onto our shared drive now, and giving people the link. And I'm literally all I'm doing is dropping the numbers in. That's it. And then you can make your own algorithms. And I really like if so, if people That's like the idea of playing with numbers to try and work out what's more important than others, how would you rank these players? Oh, Chris, Chris is overweighting the appearances, or is overweighting zones, or is overweighting one thing or another, or net xg. Which bit do you like? You you decide what you like. As a hauler, you can do that. You can work your own. You can work your own algorithms out, and that's the reason why I've done it. I think that's probably the uh, much more valuable than Discord for me. Yeah. If if people if that's what rocks your boat, become a hauler today. There you go. There we go. That's my uh, that's my plug. Anyway, sounds like a. Let's see what's next. Oh, go, here we go again. <laughs> I mean... Manchester City against Tottenham. Come on, son, my my son. <laughs> right. Um, well, it could be. I am absolutely desperate for a son return, particularly if Cancelo doesn't start and I don't get rid of him. Uh, because I could, I mean, the thing is, I think mean, we're getting to a point now with Manchester City defences. I know you said about, uh, you know, options and, you know, junking, junking basically Cancelo down to, to 3.9. I know it's an option, right? But the point is, is that does anybody know what Pep's up to at this moment in time? I think the answer to that is no, not in defence. I think maybe John Stones is the closest thing I can find apart from Edison as to someone who I could go from Cancelo to if I wanted to free money up to be able to do something. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I think, I mean, Stones is probably the most nailed, the most important defender they have at right at this point in time. But, I mean, my eyes go straight to that central matchup. And it's that's, strong, isn't it? That's why you have to get KDB. <sighs> and 
my obviously a, a opinion, but I, I think I think KDB is a standout option. Um, strong central matchup in both in both the matchups. I think it's a total of nine point three or, or ten point one or something. Yeah, like that. That, it's an interesting point you make. Their zonals are better this week than twenty three. Yeah, the zonals are better this week than twenty three. Spoiler alert: the fixture filter is better in twenty three than now. Which is the conundrum about triple captaincy, which we'll come on to in a bit. So I'm sort of like starting slowly but surely to get towards that conversation. So, so yeah, for those I mean, that, that don't know, that, that's just a tw- 23 is Arsenal and, and Villa for, for City. Yes. And, and the Villa and home fixture is the very, very positive matchup for Manchester City. That suggests a potential cricket score, according to my stuff at this early stage. So Villa are about uh, to buy a center back though. So if 23, they might have um this new yeah, center okay. back. Yeah, things can change. Things can change. Um, um but yeah, on this one, fixture fixture difficulty, very positive. 2.9 for City. Defensively 1.1, even defensively a bit better. It suggests that Spurs are really potentially not very good away from home. Because City can concede, right? And they have been conceding. Um, I think I tend to agree that money out of defence is actually the route right now. Again, given what we've what we've been seeing in recent mm-hmm. weeks, zonal mm-hmm. suggests left and centre for City over right. Um, I, I'd really love to know so that City left. I, I, again, we can't work it out. This is what hurt. This oh. is what worries me so much. Dare I go, Mares? Oh God, help me. Um, but as for Spurs, you know, as much as I've just been talking up, Son, this really doesn't support it. These numbers don't support Son at all. It's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling, um, yep. You've, your, your shot goal predictor is super positive for Manchester City, but then it very, very quickly neutralises when it comes to shot on target. Yeah, I noticed that, right? Um Shitty, uh, shitties, cities. Cities shots in the shitty. hour and nine minutes. Somebody, please snip one hour and nine minutes. We need Gabe's Freudian slip. Keep going. Cities shots are shitty. <laughs> I guess that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Um, and it, it's reflected there with the expected goals on target. Um, but still that, um, you know, I, I did write there. Snun could be a sneaky force on the, on the break, um, for, for Tottenham. And so I, I do like him actually better in, in this matchup and it's not a, it's not a data thing. It's a, it's more of a tactics thing, um, yeah. for, for, for me anyway. So, um, yeah, but I, I just I just don't I don't like Spurs defense. I think I think defensively they're they're all over the place and I don't know if Bentancur will be back for this game. Do you know? Yeah, could probably do with him, couldn't they, for a game like this? He he would yeah. he would he would be a difference maker for them. Um I mean, well, he would make that central matchup a little bit yeah. more difficult for Kevin De Bruyne, I think, and, and make yeah. people that are fading Kevin De Bruyne this week that make them feel a little bit more reassured if, if Bentancur is in there, but um yeah. But without Bentancur, I, I think I think both the De Bruyne and, and Holland are are, yeah. are just gonna haul. Are, they're gonna haul in this one. Yeah, I mean, look, I just again, it's a real difficult one because I can see. I, I don't get me wrong. I see the argument for KDB. 
I completely see it. And under normal, if I was at rank 10,000, I would be buying KDB without a, without a thought. It would be so obvious. But I'm not. I'm at 350,000 or something like that. And the issue is, am I... Am I forcing it? Is this one of those ones, Gabe, where I'm forcing it again? Am I doing a Chelsea last season? Is Werner, that? is that Werner move last season? You can remember when I did it with the Werner move? Yeah, I went yeah, Ronaldo yeah. to Werner yeah. and I went triple Chelsea for a double game week, right? And it completely sunk me. Now, am I, is that the same level of forcing it by going for Sun and Kane as the Chelsea one? It's an interesting conundrum because that's the there's the little devil sat telling me, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, Mariner, just bloody slow down. I know you waterworks it. I'll be pissed off if, it, if I didn't do it and, it and it happens. I'll be furious. There'll be a bigger rant that way. Can can you get can you get De Bruyne and Kane? Yeah, you can get De Bruyne and Kane. Yeah, yeah, easy. You're, you're over. I can do it with one move. I don't even. <laughs> I've got two free transfers. I could I could bank a transfer and do that. Wait, the Brian and Kane. Yeah, I've already got Kane. I just got oh, Salah. Oh, you've already. I just, go, I just go Salah to De Bruyne. Yeah, you're overthinking it. You you <laughs> have you have your bases covered. You have your Kane. You have your De Bruyne. You, you're you're covered, and you're climbing up the ranks. You do what you're doing. You're definitely overthinking this one. Oh God, you. Oh, <laughs> oh, you watch Son Hall, and then I'll be absolutely furious. I'll be. Yeah. He'll be on my team when he does. I'll, I'll, I'll be, be in there in the chat. First return he gets, I'll be I'll be pinning. You talk you. me out of this. If you talk me out of this, I will destroy you next week if it doesn't happen. Right? Okay. <laughs> We're having fun anyway. Right there we go. That's the matchups. Let's summarize it then. There we go. Uh, Timestamp one hour thirteen. Come to the fixture. Come to the the show if you're listening on YouTube. Go to one hour 13 and you will see a summary of the fixture difficulty and you will see that the best matchup is Newcastle Fulham this week. The second best matchup is Aston Villa Leeds attack-wise and then we have Brighton, Liverpool and Brentford, Bournemouth. Interestingly, none of the double... get Look at those double game week uh, FDRs, Gabe. They're really not as good. These are not great matchups. They're double game weeks, but they're not great matchups. And that's the difference between now and 23, because Haaland does have a very good matchup in 23. Admittingly, he's also got Arsenal, which is not a good matchup. Right. Right. So, um, so there we go. Defensively, uh, this week, Newcastle Fulham is the best. Everton at home to Southampton. <laughs> God, Southampton must be bad. Um <laughs> West Ham Wolves, God, Wolves must be bad. Uh, that's a that's a lot of just not reliable matchups there. Like uh, for the totally defense. unreliable, totally yeah. unreliable. Uh, you do see a more positive matchup when you get to the double for for City against Spurs, as we said, mm. two point nine. A bit more for Manchester United, one point four. Not an awful lot for defense. Again, I don't think I'd be falling over myself bringing that defender in. And I think that's the point which we made earlier on, right, Kev? I think that's mm -hmm. a that's a very good point. The zonals is there as well, and you can see there that they, the standout zonal for the double game week is definitely the Spurs game. But Haaland's matchup for the 
United game is not bad either. So if you're a Zonals man, I think this, if you had to pick between 23 and 20 for triple captain, this is your week. Mm-hmm. If you're a Zonals man or woman. Um, even, even not being a Zonals person, it's just look how, look at the discrepancy. Look how much better it is than any it other is. And we do look at that, don't we? Yeah, it's it's comparing to, to the rest. Like we do look at those differentials. We look for it standing out, don't we? Mm-hmm. And, and and something you always said to me, Chris, look for the ones which jump off the page mm-hmm. rather than something which is more subtle. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not, of course. But yeah, so <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I think, yeah. So, but that that suggests Crystal Palace down the middle against Chelsea as well. Look, <laughs> just jumps off the page right now at me. Hey, Crystal Palace down the middle, Eza. Possibly, we he was, he was listed there in the in the matchup slide. So I, I think Eza is, is a legit shout. Yeah, goes super cheap in the middle. And Arsenal's matchup's really good as well against uh, against Spurs. Now looking further out, I just want to very quickly look further out on the zones here. So we've got the we've got the obvious choices, but we've got Arsenal centre and right. Generally speaking, City centre and left are really ones that jump out. Palace centre stays solid. I'm not sure I'm going that route at all. No. But you know what? There's not a lot else. There's not a lot else with respect to the next five, with respect okay. to who I might be tempted to be drawn to when it comes to zones. At this moment in time, it will right. it will change as we go. Uh, that's the summary. Again, 1 hour 16 for the summary uh, for all the metrics, all... Uh, added up together, so I suppose we better do the met- we suppose we better do the captaincy metric, hadn't we? I suppose we better have a quick look and see what's going on there. If we're ready, there we go. And <laughs> well, as if you didn't know, it's Harland. Well, but you know. Stop the press, you know. Da, da, da. I know it's very obvious, right? Howland on a double game week. It's him, but he is only just over Kane, which is interesting. Kane is closer than it suggests that than I mm. thought he would be. Now, what I've done is I've had to change this slightly because I always used to do the minutes using a um using uh the percentile. But for a double game week, I've had to do it by predicted minutes or by mm. average minutes and predicted minutes. So you'll see in the on the left hand side, anything which is which is uh, highlighted, that's actually predicted minutes off hub. So that's the only way I can do it. It then converts it into a percentile, but it's using that as a starting point. Mm. So um, there's no other way of doing it. So as you can see there. Uh, that does pull the double game week or some of the double game week players up towards the top. Um, Haaland, top, 91. Kane, second, 89. Then Trippier. Look. Look how high Trippier is sat. He's sat above KDB as a captain <laughs> this week. I don't know whether it's right. But look, it just makes a point, doesn't it? It makes a point that Trippier is, I think, potentially the real deal now. I, I genuinely think he is. But let's look at Haaland. 88 for minutes, 98 for Hall, 89 for return, 79 for points in the last six. So he's not necessarily the highest point scorer recently. Um, his net, net XG really likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then we've got fixture difficulty <coughs> um, of 80. So that's not quite so good. But then you've got the predictions. The anytime returns and the expected points are really solid. And then what I've done is I've made a slight change to it, Gabe. I've gone ZI. That is now zones and involvement. Mm. So I've now put zones in with the expected goal involvement per player to try and just support a player who's involved in something who plays in the area where the zone is best. Interesting. Uh huh. And that puts Haaland at the Holland. top of 99. Mm. Kane, 88. Okay, so there we go. So that's a very minor change I've made to the metric this week. So again, just something I've been playing with over Christmas. I wanted to try and just make it a little bit. I know you already take into account the zonal is in your XG. So I've not changed it in there, but I have changed it in the zone and involvement. So that just gives us an extra thing to think about in the background, which um, which supports the metric, I think, going forwards. Shouldn't, shouldn't Holland and, and De Bruyne be the same? I put him as an average. Average. Because okay. I, I don't know where he's going to be. Right. Got it. Makes sense. Now, the, the issue is with these zones, and it's an interesting co conversation, but obviously it's where the chance is created from, not necessarily where the chance is converted from, right? Right, right. So that's always the, the thing where we have a little bit of a where it can maybe upgrade. it doesn't well, have a huge it doesn't have a huge effect to it okay it doesn't have an enormous effect but it, it maybe has a quarter maybe a, a you know i don't know 15 percent of the overall mm -hmm. metric so it, it that, will have a little effect then that, that's why it's good to to kind of like explain it with the tactics that's why like the data and then the tactics work together especially on the on the, the zonal front yeah yeah but there we go yeah. it's Haaland. right here's the million dollar question to triple captain or not to triple captain? Erling Haaland. Gabe, your answer. I think my answer is yes. Ooh. So, so on here's, what basis? On what basis? So obviously the 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 zonal matchup goes without saying. Um, I think Darby is is Darby's are unpredictable, but Holland is he's a he's a fiery Darby type of player. He he thrives on these scenarios and and like kind of like putting it in the face of his opponent. Um, so like just just from a psychological perspective, I think it's 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 there. I, I think um, Arsenal not scoring any goals against Newcastle recently. They're going to see an opportunity where they drop the city dropped points as well, and and it and it could have you know gone against them. So I so I think they're going to see an opportunity there, and the 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 easier game is at home. The Spurs game at home, I think that's where he could really go off. If he gets a small like a like an assist in the United game, I think that'll be fine. But I think he has multiple returns in him in in the in the Spurs game. And then the other thing is, I don't remember Holland ever playing an entire season without getting injured. And he's uh, healthy right now. Right now, he's perfectly healthy. Use that as an argument, you can't use that as an argument. Go look at his history. Oh, he he's might been... get injured. Well, the, the bloody asteroid might hit the bloody Earth how, next. How bloody many week. times has that happened? Uh, well, true. From yeah. asteroids, on you, it was a long time ago since the asteroid so, hit. Well, so I mean, Poland injures his hamstring every season. Every season. 
This is going to happen this season. I don't it's know when, been, but it he's will. Just, he was just completely rested, right? Was he? Did yeah. He rest? No. Yeah. He's he's injured his his hamstring at different times of the season when they play in the Bundesliga and they take like a that month and a half or two month break. They come back at the end of January. He comes back. He gets injured. This is just who he is. So at some point this season, he will hurt his hamstring. This is this is a, this is a given. It's, so you're I, basically I, saying. So your argument is, go for the now. Go what you know. What you might what you might know. Is it's a theme of the pod a little bit. Live in the now. Yes. Go take, what you, take what you know. What, you might, what might happen. Go for more of that. Yeah. That's oh, why. God. I mean, you, you you do make a very... That's why I put my head in my hands. You do make a very, very strong case on <laughs> just on that point alone. I, and I'm trying to find a way to, to abuse you on it, but I'm not sure I can. Um, <laughs> I personally prefer 23 to this week for the Villa matchup mm-hmm. alone. I think that one has a... And, and like you say, if you're going about and right now, I'm going to give you the same argument. Go for the now, not what might happen then, right? Villa might buy a centre-back, but they might not. They did buy a left. They did buy a left back, Alex Moreno from Betis. That's who it was. Right. That's, that's who they still bought. Gotta, but still, 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 still got to get going. And, and yeah. I know Emery. I know Emery's making a difference, right? But they can't, and they, they they need to buy a flaming defender because they were bloody awful against Stephen. I mean, Christ, if Stevenage can turn them over at home, then God help them. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I'd triple captain Mares if the defender were to did down the right against Stevenage. Oh, that was the left. Damn it! I'm just thinking about where it was. Yeah, it was the left hand <laughs> side. No, it's, it's, it would be Mares. It would be Mares. I'd be thinking about. Um, yeah, crikey! Um, I genuinely think that uh, that is a standout matchup at this moment in time compared to to these. I, I feel that is a better... I know where you're coming from, and it may be that... Look, if I'm trying to keep the momentum up... I mean, I'm gaining rank now for the first time in... You know, the first time I've put back-to-back gains on, on my rank now for some time, I think. Or certainly just about back-to-back. Do I keep it going? It's a gut feeling sometimes. I did it last year. I got the points on the bank and then I hung on for dear life. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I actually need to do the same as you and go with the triple captain and then hope to gain rank on it and then try and defend 23 a little bit more. If indeed that's the case, maybe with a hit or some differential or something like that to try and offset that captaincy. And it does work. It does work doing it that way. Maybe KDB does that then, yeah. and he, and he has better to, form then, yeah. or something, or something like that. Yeah, um, but you need to keep. Yeah, but you need to keep uh, pulling that little rabbit out of the hat. I'm afraid when you yeah. get to that situation. At the end of the day, you've only got one triple captainship. <laughs> you could not use it twice. So that's that's the situation. Use it now. Hang on. Use it later. <laughs> hide behind the sofa this week. Yeah, the other the other thing I'll say is in game week twenty, City have an extra day between the between the matches than in game week twenty three. There's there's one day less between the matches in, in game week twenty three, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Food for thought. Uh, mm. I will tweet whether I am triple captaining or not. I will also tweet whether I am bringing in Son or not this week i i will promise i will tweet it and i won't miss the deadline 
I mean, really you, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna like bring, you, you're gonna bring in Son and triple captain, and, and you're gonna and you're gonna tell yourself, I don't need yeah, KDB because I'm triple captaining. I bust captain Rashford. It was a good job because I missed oh. the deadline. Yeah. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you have two transfers. I wish I had. I missed the deadline. <laughs> I've just been making one transfer since I actually thought I'd say. I mean, I for once I'm actually ahead of the game a little bit, owning mm. Kane at the start, at the start, at the restart. So everybody, all the people are scrambling around. I didn't, I didn't have the Reese James issue to deal with either. I've been a little bit fortunate. I do have the Cancelo issue to deal with, and that's the big problem for me. Yeah. But I don't know whether I just. Yeah, I know you said well he might play both games. Then again, he might not. What's the now on that one? The now on that one is he's not going to play both games. It's uncertain. It's Schrodinger's now. It is. Right. Okay. Have we got any questions? Let's quickly do the questions and get out of here. Yep, we have a few here. We have a few started questions. Uh, first one from Rubber Ducky, our friend Rubber Ducky. Would you triple Captain Holland for the guarantee close to 180 minutes? Just answer that. So there you go. We did that one first. Next one, fantasy football casuals. Every defense can be got at this season, even City, in my opinion. That's why I can't see spending over 6.5 million on defender as cents. Thoughts? Say again. Just, uh, thoughts, was... thoughts on spending over six point five no, no, million on no, a defender. I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, why would the hell would you go towards? I mean, who who are these defenders over six and a half million right now? Well, especially Trent, especially one Trent, that might start three Robo. and five, like Cancelo. Yeah, Trent, Robbo, and Cancelo. Right. I mean, look um, at the moment. Uh, you know, <laughs> Liverpool defense is bloody awful. Bloody awful. Um, that said, they might have a double game week. If they have a double game week, then it'd be an interesting. Uh, been interesting thought, but not for me. Not for me. I'm just actually looking through Discord. George, George Thomas um, says, uh, "Love to know your thoughts on Doherty for the double game week." Uh, Doherty for the double game week. Doherty. I'd rather um, punt on Rico Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I I can't see how a uh, what, what, what? Honestly, what appeal is there for a Doherty pick? He's per- relative. He's relatively cheap. He's nailed. Um, he'll have a double this week. Maybe, maybe a double. Nailed now. He wasn't double. when I owned him. Fucker. Yeah. No. I, I think. <laughs> I think consensus is he's pretty. He's pretty right. nailed now. Um, he serves long diagonal balls into the box. Sometimes. Sometimes he gets in there himself. I don't know. But but there, there's just uh, defensive I, I moves just, are so hard to justify and and Doherty just, unless it's enabling something else I don't know need to need more context. Uh, I, I personally just immediately just think Bleh. no. Um, we've got some some sun shouts. The romantic sun shout is invading my thoughts. Um, <laughs> that was that's from Sam Williams here. The romantic sun shout is invading my yeah. thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah, it's invading mine as well, Sam, to be honest. But I think it is romantic and nothing more than a bit of a feeling in the water, like I said. So what's this? Fantasy football casuals. Salah, Rashford, Rodrigo, Almiron, Bumo, Kane and Haaland with Odegaard first on the bench. Who do I swap to get the Arsenal guy in or leave it as is? You're playing swap. Rodrigo, Aston Villa? That's tough. Swap, Bumo. And boom, what? Hey, you take Mbumo out? Yeah, put a Odegaard in. Hmm? Against Bo- against Bournemouth. Yep. 
it's many it's many De Bruyne. You play him, top of the league. No, I definitely play him, but I mean, surely to yeah. you can take what Rodrigo out. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, without maybe. moments notice, without without hesitation, <laughs> without hesitation. I don't know. Maybe things away shit, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I take a little bit of Fair enough. We agree to disagree. That's not that whole. Right. What's next? Anything else? We got, uh, we got one from Sam Williams here. Love from Matoma. Yes, our, our love child here at Net That Hall. Shall I use one of my transfers to bring him in or bring in any non double game week player? Or should I just stick on transfers for double game week players? Have five currently. Ooh, he's already got five. Well, that's I've got four at this moment in time. Probably going to make it five. Um, I look I, this moment in time. As much as that matchup's really good for Brighton, I don't think I'd prioritise a Brighton move this way. Even though I was like joking, bye bye bye. I, I, I do think Brighton are a, are a very very strong option going forward. I don't know whether I would I would prioritise a double game week over uh, player over Mitoma right now. But just wait until we find out if we've got any announcements for double game weeks. Don't, yeah. don't move yet. And there are a load of League Cup games this week. Aren't there? I'm sure there are. Yes, there are. I think, yeah, there, there, there are. There are so, League, League Cup injuries. games. So I think the moral of the story for transfers, guys, is wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, there are a bunch of games tomorrow and stuff. But the other thing I'll say for, um, for Matoma, unfortunately, he was going to be my transfer in. Because Ben Ben Crellin had said that Brighton will have a double, they might even have a triple game week. Apparently, that was that was wrong. He was mistaken there. Um, so Matoma doesn't have these extra game weeks. So I, I think I would prioritize a double game week player. Um, I started with a Stupinian, for example, after the um, the restart. That turned out to be a Stupido because now I have to move him out and my transfer might. A stupido. A stupido. A stupido. <laughs> I, I love that. That is excellent. <laughs> I mean, there's the fixture difficulty going forwards. We'll just put that on the screen whilst we're talking, actually. Yeah. Brighton's fixture difficulty going forwards, next five, is actually pretty good. It's third best for attack. It's, a, it's okay for attack. And I, I prefer, like, um, it, it's the double game weeks. That's the thing. I, but I would prefer Mitoma to uh, to Andreas right now, for example. Yeah. No, I think so. But bear in mind, this only has the the double game weeks in that I've confirmed. There's no percentage exactly. chance of a double game week. I've not got that far. I can't yeah. see the point. Once it's confirmed, I change it. Yeah. So yeah. So at the moment, the only the, the double game weeks are in there for uh, next five game weeks. That does also include the Manchester City and the Arsenal game as well in 23. That's also been factored into these numbers. But yeah, Brighton, it really it really likes them. It really likes them. Likes them. It quite likes them. It likes them defensively as well. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, the a stupido move. I mean, is that is it that a stupido? In the next five weeks, who who's better? Butman. Mm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> there we go. Butman no Sean. argument. No yeah. argument. And the thing is, is that if you don't own, what, the trouble is, is Newcastle's defensive ER, if you don't have two, you're losing every single time to get a bloody clean sheet unless you get an attacking exactly. return, right? Yeah. Um, I've got a question here from Don Black Dragon on um, mm. on uh, on our Discord. Uh, Don, thank you very much. If Liverpool double in 21, other than Salah and Darwin, is there any other Liverpool attacking option? 
Would you go Gakpro as your fifth midfielder, Trent as your fourth defender? I mean, fifth midfielder, cracky. He's, you, you, he's, he's probably got Evan uh, Ferguson on his mind if he's going that route, um, Yeah, I would guess. Uh, where are you on that? I, I mean, look, uh, Darwin Nunes is just a, a bit of a laughing stock right now, but he's probably, he definitely has a haul in him. It, it, yeah, he does. It's when the, it's when the, it's when that haul's coming. He is, he has the potential to be, I think, the biggest troll of the season. Oh, it he's be... well on his way. Like it would be tough for for players to catch him. <laughs> I yeah, think in, I... in 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 that race, I think he, he should win that. But I, I agree, there are halls in him. But I don't I don't think you should be holding Darwin until um until you that haul comes around just to prove yourself that you were what right eventually like what like i don't know um i think darwin is, isn't it but I, I don't think the, the question was about darwin so we, we get sidetracked here no no it's fine yeah. because there was another question there was a, there was another general comment in in the uh oh Gak, Gakpo as, as the fifth midfielder i think that's a yeah, little bit rich for a fifth midfielder i'm yeah, definitely very i'm curious for sure um but i want to i want to see him i want i want to see him play the matches first to see what his role is going to be before I go anywhere, I think he could actually play the Firmino role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's another question from Claire FPL on on Discord. Um, Darwin out, Kane in, Andreas out, Mitoma in, minus four. I wonder why the Mitoma move. Yeah, it makes me wonder as well. I, it's almost like I think I I, I can see the Kane move. I, I, might, unless it's too, it's, it can't be to create money. She's got money already because she's, yeah. she's actually spending more. So, yeah. um, Kane, let's let's strip it back. Darwin to Kane this week. Do it easy. if you've got the cash. If you've got the without cash, it. easy without no hit. And and if you can roll that other transfer, I think, I think that could be, that could be. Quite I, nice. I think, uh, and this is where I do have this funny feeling that this is, makes me then to just caught pot. We need to know whether these double game weeks are coming. If we know these double game weeks are coming, we can unload. It's this week. Exactly. I met Joe in Malaysia, the hitman, FPL Joe. Yeah. ZHOU, give him a follow. He needs some love. He's having a bit of a tough time on FPL right now, but we know him, don't we? Give, he's the hitman. He, I'm just waiting for to see all these hits flying around. I absolutely love it. They it's going to happen this week. They pay off as well. Um, yeah. Was it Raptor last year? Took a ton of hits and they paid off. Uh, mm. You know, I I took a ton. Of, I took eight hits in the last eight week game weeks. I think, I think Late Riser is considering a minus twelve. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is crazy for just a two game I mean, double game week, but long term, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We have to see. We have to see. I, it's not crazy if you are taking hits now, which pay off over two weeks or more than that. It's not so crazy if you know these double game weeks are in there. It gives you more chance to pay yes. these hits off with respect to, because you can just think, okay, I'm taking the pain now, but I'm going to come flying back in 21, right? Yeah, yeah. Or hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Or is that it? No, just uh, Travis comes in. I think Matoma move makes sense looking at those uh, to bench boost soon and then wild card. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I suppose if you want to get that bench boost out of the way, I think Matoma's a good shell for that. Okay. Good enabler there. 
Okie dokie. Right. All right. Shall we get out of there, mate? I think we need to. I've got to go to work. You've got to go and sort the kids' tea out, probably. <laughs> no, um, so the kids don't drink that dirty water. My, my son has some, has a practice in 30 minutes. Football? Soccer? Yeah. Soccer? Yeah. So, soccer Tell ball practice. Football. Tell these Americans it's football, oh, not soccer. He knows. Right? He's my son. Good. He knows. Yeah. Good. 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 We don't know this bullshit, right? I, I the only time I say soccer is when I say soccer ball. If I'm going to call it soccer, I'm going to call it soccer ball. If it's football, if it's baseball, it's going to be soccer ball. <laughs> so. Gabe, uh, we should. Um, <laughs> we've run out of time, and I haven't had a chance to shout the haulers, and I haven't had a chance to do the mini league. We'll do it next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, haulers, you know who you are. Uh, we've got to dive off. I've got to go to work. Gabe's got to go and sort foosball out. With the, uh, with, with the kids uh but you know haulers we love you dearly and it's uh, it's not very often we don't give you a shout out but you know who you are uh mini league wise we'll come back next week with that as well um and uh and yeah i i don't know there's an awful lot to say thank you very much gabe always a pleasure yeah pleasure thank you to the about 50 or so people that joined us in the chat and uh withstood our rants and yells and insults and abuse <laughs> please come back next week <laughs> If you buy Sun, I swear I will lose my shit next week. I'm not going to tell you, but I'll tag you in my Twitter post. Bastard. <laughs> Cheers. Because I think you've talked me out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you've talked me out of it. I think you've talked me into double triple captain in Ireland as well. There you I go. Hate you. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Mate. Thank you very much. As I said, uh, guys, hit like, hit subscribe, come and become a hauler, come and get this algorithm and all the other malarkey which we've got in there. If not, if nothing else, just come into Discord and abuse us. We're more than happy to give you some abuse back, uh, yep. just like we abuse each other. Uh, Nima, uh, obviously, hopefully, wasn't here this week. Hopefully, be back next week. Uh, yes, we are met that hall. And uh, the best of luck for this game week. And do sit on your bloody hands, guys, because there could be changes afoot with respect to fixtures, injuries, and this, that, and the other. So take it easy, and we'll speak to you soon. All the best. Bye-bye.